Uncle Kells can't get a break, and it's a damn shame. I, boy, I tell you, they're really trying to tear a man down. So it's looking like he's dead broke. Everybody already knew that. I don't think we, you know, there's no secret that he's having money problems. But now they're saying that because he just settled out a debt of about $150,000, that his bank account is at a negative 13. Now, we all know that he can't work. They shut him down overseas. They certainly muted him here. I mean, like, if there was anybody they really is dead ass taking serious as far as muting and, and not let him get any major shows, it's R. Kelly. And so because he can't work like that, he can't really take care of his finances. Now, even before that, though, um, that time that he sat down with Gail King, you got to remember, he was sitting there saying that the people were stealing from him, that money was just mysteriously vanishing from his account, and that he, I guess, ignorantly, like some people, most people in the industry, some have learned from other people's mistakes before them, you know, to, to pretty much stay on top of their books and not just let and trust people with their money. But apparently he uh, had the wrong people, you know, over doing his books and people was taking money out the account. So he said it came to a point where he didn't understand what was going on. He went down to the bank to figure out, you know, where's all this money going to? And that's when they told him that at that point, he only had $300,000 left, which that's when I, I remember when the story broke, I said $300,000. Like, how how does R. Kelly only have three, like, you know, how does he only have $300,000 in his name, cash? That doesn't make any sense. And then we know he had all these other problems with the studio and all these other things getting ready to close down. Now, R. Kelly claims, or he says, and Andrea too, they, you know, he wasn't always very scholarly and that he had, this, you know, he can read well. And I'm sure when it came to math, he wasn't that great in math as well. We all know that it was his talent um, being a musician that got him far. So, I mean, damn, you know, when people take advantage of you. So now I'm looking, right? Because I'm like, all right, so then he did his toy, this little gig that he did. It was for 22K. And he did that little nightclub. Even, you know, even ask the media, please be calm about it. Give me a break. Which technically, really, the media has been great. Like, ever since I told you, ever since Michael Avenatti got his ass in his little little scandal, that nigga shut up and, you know, ain't too much talking anymore from his part. So things are pretty much quieted down. But <laughs> I think when he added that little, tw- that little 22K, it's a big 20. 22K is a lot to me, you know. But with the problems he got going on, you got to pay attorney fees. You got to pay a little child support. You know, you got all these debts. All around, 22K is not doing it. You know, I'm sure they, as soon as he put that 22K in, somebody cashed that 150K check. Now nigga got negative 13. <laughs> like, <laughs> this nigga, R. Kelly got, Uncle Kel's got real people problems. Like, he got real world people problems. <laughs> like, he ain't supposed to be struggling like this. And I feel kind of bad for him because, yo, first of all, I got my own regular bills and stuff, right? You know, you know how it is. I live in New York City, too. Things are just mad expensive. So you're always trying to, you know, make ends meet and, and tie up loose ends and all this nonsense. And, you know, you're doing what you got to do. But I couldn't imagine having half the fucking responsibilities that he have as far as, like, all these debts that he have. And people, I mean, how is it that they just got access to your money like that? Like, you need to, what the fuck is wrong with Gills? <laughs> like, at what point you going to start hiding your money? You would do that, right? Can't you just hide your money? Like, you know, slide Zell that shit. <laughs> Quick pay that shit to your motherfucking moms. Or, your, you know, it got to be somebody else overseas somewhere. All these little bitches, you know, fucked up. And I don't mean little bitches, little girls. But I'm just saying all these women you know I've been with. It got to be somebody somewhere. Yo, hold that. Cash that out. I'd have been like, yo, let me get a cashier's check. 
Give me anything up in that shit. I wouldn't have left shit. Yo, you know he don't got real world. He don't got real world people's mindsets. Because real world people would have been closed the account, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> you certainly don't think like us. Because you still letting them have. You ain't changing. You, so you, just, you still just let them have the same ACH direct deposit route in it. Yeah, hells, you, I don't know, you definitely need help, and there's nobody in your corner. What about these girls you got in the house? They can't help you manage your <laughs> He needs help. <clears throat> you know, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. But at the same time, I'm laughing at Andrea, because you know they're going to try to put his ass back in jail now, because they say he missed about one to two months worth of child support. I'm kind of laughing at him, though. I'm laughing at Andrea. I'm not laughing at him, because... I'm like, bitch, you see your little plan done backfired, right? Because, you know, it's, I'm sure, again, it's, I'm sure when she said, okay, I'm going to go and cahoots with all these bitches and Mike Avenetti and Mark Garrett. I'm going you know, to get in cahoots with all of them. And also, I'm mad about this back child support. So, you know, I'm, if I make up all this stuff, I'm going to get my money. I don't know that she understood that her money wasn't going to be coming. Like, where your money at? Now, once this man then got shamed to death, you know what I'm saying? That stopped all his money to come in, period. You know what I'm saying? Now, even though you got the 160 k he's not even in a position to give you the regular 22 k a month. And all of this because of some, you know, some bullshit you open in your damn mouth. So, I'm kind of, I mean, but at the same time now, look, he going he gonna to have to go. What, he, what the fuck is he going to do? Where does he pull money out at? His ass? Because money don't grow on trees, bitch. <clears throat> and if money grows on trees, like... Bitch, you got to point me to the motherfucking Home Depot or whatever fucking Garden Depot I got to go to and get me this motherfucking tree. But, yeah, so I'm thinking about this, and I'm just like, I feel bad for Kels. And then, then I was looking, and I started to realize that Sparkle is back in the news. And Sparkle did an interview with the New York Times. You see, Sparkle's getting her paycheck. All these, Everybody else seems to be getting paid just fine, just for opening their mouth and talking. And, um, boy, she looked terrible. If you even, could you just Google Sparkle and hit, and, and a news article going to come up. This bitch got on a leopard, a blue leopard turtleneck with some brown leopard pants and a, and a red leopard belt. Where the fuck you going at? I ain't never seen nobody actually do he- leopard from head to toe, bitch. And then in three three different fucking colors. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll leave it. Fashion police, man. I, I swear on everything. <sighs> I miss Joan Rivers, man, because she would have got on her. You went to the New York Times. They took a picture of your ass, and that's, you clearly need a check. So in the article, she just basically saying that if they need me to, and I hope they don't need me, but if they do need me, then I'm going to have to ride this through. Meaning if they needed to testify in the second trial, she'd be more than willing. You know, of course. And then after that, you're going you're gonna to get a book written. We know how this goes, and you're going to do more interviews about how you had to testify. And, of course, during the uh, article, they mentioned how, Sparkle is um, exiled from her family once again because y'all know ever since uh, the incident came out with the tape and she went and testified saying that the girl on the tape, you know, they was supposed to be her niece that R. Kelly was in the video with allegedly and peeing on this girl who was her niece. So after she made that statement and, you know, um, basically, I guess you could say whether, you know, if it's true the point is you already put the family's business out or you just kind of say they wasn't feeling it and they exiled her they exiled her for 10 whole years and they said after 10 years after um i guess you could say some conversations or something the family had finally said you know what let's let bygones be bygones and they started letting her come around again after sunday uh churches and stuff uh, you know just to have sunday dinner and they said specifically also for birthdays for the nephews and nieces because she had been cut out of their lives for so long. But then the New York Times article, like if you go on to read it, it basically said that um, all of that stopped, though. 
um, this October that passed, October 2018, when the family started to get the previews or the wind or word on the street was that she was in a new documentary concerning Rob. That's what they termed him, Rob, in the paper. Concerning Rob, and again was bringing up the family. And they said that her sister texted her and was like, what's this I'm hearing about you being up in some new TV show documentary concerning Robert and you bringing up the situation again. And at that point, she was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And then they was like, you know what, we done with you. So as of right now, she exiled again. Okay, and I don't know. <clears throat> I'm trying to understand what Sparkle's mindset. I'm like, Sparkle, Sparkle, Sparkle. If you really cared or valued at all having any type of connection or relationship with your family and your needs that you claim you love so much, why is it so, is it that important that you see this thing through? Because the way she's talking is like, I want to see this through. I want to see, is it that important to you? Like at one point, you're just going to be happy enough to just be like, let me put bygones, you know, you know, you bringing back up some sensitive ass shit that already got you fucked up with your peoples up in the first place. Actually, they said it, you know, also hurt her career as well. Actually, the New York Times took it a step further and said that she is well, more well known today for speaking out against R. Kelly than she is known for her music. So you could only imagine if what the fuck this is doing for her as far as people saying who is Sparkle, probably re-downloading some of her old ass songs. I'm not saying it wasn't good, but you know, she's making a name for herself all over again, obviously for all the wrong reasons, but at this point, I think the almighty dollar is more important to her than, you know, at least shaming. Why are you going to reshame your niece like that, yo? If this true what you're saying happened and shit, and it's, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Why are you bringing it back up? Maybe the girl don't even want to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she don't even want to see her if it, R. Kelly face all in the shit if it's true. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I can't, I can't understand. I, I don't see any other reason why you would do this shit unless it's for, it's for, it's for money. Because, and at that point, you putting an almighty dollar above family, which I tell you all the time, people are super ambitious. I feel like at this point, you're just throwing, a, you're throwing your innocent little niece up under the bus and your family's name. You're throwing it all up under the bus because you're saying, you, you do, bitch, we, we, without your fucking testimony, ho, you know what I'm saying? Without your motherfucking testimony with all the bitches that's running and their families, like, I'm sure they can secure a conviction. You know what I'm saying? Everything you're doing is for a damn check, period. Gonna sit up here talking about some you want to see it out to the end, girl. Oh, you know who else is is about to? Um, I hear Aaron, little Aaron Carter, little motherfucking Aaron Carter, all grown up. Nick Carter, uh, I guess little brother. This nigga, was, I hear he getting ready to try to speak out against Mike. Child, listen, I can't, I cannot take them keep talking about Michael Jackson, but I ain't gonna say nothing about that yet because I'm gonna do. They said that he didn't say what he had to say yet. And we don't know what it is that he have to say, but now he's supposedly saying he's ready to come out and tell it, tell it what it is or how it really happened and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> you know, I got some cuss words ready for him. You know what I'm saying? If he gonna go that route, because at that point I gotta ask, like, what happened, boy? What happened? All of a sudden, you you know, you gotta ask people like, why are you flipping the script? Why are you flipping the script? Who got to you? Waiting them? Like, who got to you? Who got to you? Maybe you, maybe because your career a little washed up too. It's, it's amazing how everybody's career that's a little washed up. Every motherfucker that you, that was a that was a where are they now? All these motherfuckers, where are they now? People's coming up with uh, me too, <laughs> me too. Everybody got a fucking me too story, bitch. It sound it's just this is the this is this is the day to capitalize. This is America. This is what we do. This this is how people get by. They sue. <laughs>
people sue, they blackmail, they extort. It, I mean, th- this is what it's coming to. I can't believe him. This is the same person I was saying, Wade, you ain't shit for opening, for even coming against Mike like that because you know it wasn't even like that. Now you're going to turn around. What's up with these niggas? Can't nothing make you switch that fast from hot to cold like that unless it's, it's some kind of money involved or something involved. So I'm just disgusted, yo. Like, everybody has a motive. That's that's just the way I feel about it, especially Sparkle. The way I look at it is, if you was if you was going to do it the right way, if you respected your family at all, you would have sat down with your niece, you would have sat down with your mother, your niece, your sister, whoever's baby it was, your brother's baby, whatever. I think it's her sister's child. You would have sat down with your family, your mother, because you ain't even talked to your mom. You was exchanged for 10 years. You think you should have the decency or the respect to sit them down and say, look, this was going on. You know they would have ragged on it, and you know they would have told her no. And then if you cared about your family over this almighty dollar, you would have been like, nah, because you know what? I've been a hard 10 years without them. It really pained me. But you're going to sit there and tell them, no, I got to do this because I got to put a Bitch, you, know, you don't make any sense. For the fact that your sister or your family had to find out through TV that you was getting ready to take on this project before they found out from you, I think that says a lot. See you all next time here on Chapel's Corner.